Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, a podcast book club. I am one of your hosts, Kim, and as always, I am joined by my book besties, Anna and Christina. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 Kim, can I just say, you said my name, and you said it the way I say it, which is- Oh, I try really hard. made me just so happy. I try really hard. I I love it, because like- Anna like Apple. Anna like Apple. I'm just so used to everyone. I'm just every- You know, I live in the South, and everyone says Anna, which is fine. That's how my husband says it, but- um, I say that when I'm like- talking quickly but when I think about it I say it correctly yes. but if I'm like get and excited you do it so well it's very a lot Thanks. of people struggle with it <laughs> me <laughs> little what? me what <laughs> little me well it's so funny because my husband being from here in New York automatically says your name Anna. he does like yeah. there's yeah. no other that's how yeah. he says it and I was like oh no it's Anna like oh no you said it right that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh Zachary it's so funny oh my goodness guys oh my the gosh show. okay um, it's happened Okay. Oh, I, I can't even. I, first of all, can't believe that we were able, like, especially Christine and I, who have read the series, were able to hold off watching it until we finished Jason oh. Crows. Honestly, <laughs> it, I'm proud of us. I'm very proud it was, of it. It was, it was tough. It was tough at times. But also, when so everyone was it. posting about it everywhere. Yeah, yes. everywhere. It was, like, like, it was all over, like, Bookstagram and everything. Yes, and so all I was over, like, having to scroll Twitter. past. But honestly, like, I feel like it was so worth it because we all got to watch oh, it, like, so together and, like, text Which about I, it. I think I read some stuff that said six. There was not six of crow spoilers in this, and that is false. That is, you should, is you, no, it's I, so false. Yes. I was the one advocating because everybody. I, I'm a part of like multiple like Facebook book clubs, and like everybody said, oh no, you can watch us without reading Six of Crows. No, like, it won't ruin it. I'm like, no, this gives no. away so much shit. In it's, the it's so much. They spoil. They don't spoil anything in those books, but they like, take the plot so themselves. much. Yeah. They take so much of, of those characters and their mm-hmm. interactions yes. and their backstory into this yes. series that, like, it would ruin it for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm – so my husband, um, Zach, right now is reading Six of Crows, which we are all very excited oh God, about. Very it's, excited It's about. very exciting for everyone. Um, but he – I'm so happy I watched the first episode before he watched it with me because I was going to have him watch it with me. Yeah. And now he – I am going to have him watch it. I'm going to rewatch it with him, but watch it after Six of Crows before Crooked Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's okay. That's fine. I don't think it gives away too much I don't Crooked think it Kingdom. gives away anything it's from just, Crooked Kingdom. If he had watched that, if he had watched this before finishing the book, it, it would have shaped how color, he saw everything. It would have, like, like, colored his whole perspective. Yeah. Yes. Like, you just would have totally. seen it totally. You would not go in blind at all. You would have all these perceptions of the characters. I, I think yes. especially because you only see, like, certain parts of Kaz's character yes. in, in Shadow and Bone. And he, yes. no, I mean, I'll say it. He comes off as, like, way more of, like, kind of an asshole than totally. he does yeah. in the books because you get to know his backstory and you also because get his in inner monologue. Yeah. Yes. And so when you're watching this, I mean, my husband's watching it and he's going, Kaz is the guy that you guys all liked. Like, he's kind of a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I can see why you're yeah. saying that. <laughs> Literally, I texted y'all at one point, and I was like, oh, god damn it, Cass. Like, you're such a fucking ass. Like, there was a scene with him in it, and I was like, oh, come on, man. Like, yes! But you, but you is- in, the, in the books, you would have seen, like, the turmoil. Like, you would have yes. just seen so much more. Yeah. But it is perfect, though. It's exactly how he would react in that moment. Yeah, like, it's, totally. Yes, that is Cass. That is so 100%. him. It's so well uh, done. Okay. Yes. Before okay, okay, we now. say yes, anything yes, more, yes. let's do a quick <laughs> obvious spoiler warning. Yes. <laughs> um, so a spoiler warning for, you know, the Six of Crows books, the Shadow yes. and Bone books. Yes. Um, obviously, this is only the first uh, season, so it doesn't get into, like, the rest of the book two and book three of Shadow and Bone. However, 
there are spoilers all around. Yeah. Um, yes. Some trigger warnings from the books. Um, mm-hmm. There's a sexual assaults, physical abuse. Um, yeah. yeah. Huh. And the, the show itself um, is doesn't get into it as much, but definitely there are trigger warnings yes. for the books. Yes, in the, the Grishaverse. Be aware of that. Definitely. Um, okay, so as we get into it, like, what I wanted to do was how you felt going into it. Yes, yes, yes. And then, like, coming out of it, were your thoughts, like, different? Did it exceed your ex? Oh. Like, just, like, kind of an overall high level going yes. into it. You go first, Christina. Okay. Yeah, you go, Christina. I I think I both read Shadow and Bone the most recent and liked it the most out of us. Um, yeah, I think we should note that. Yeah. I think we should note that we are all three of us are coming at from this show from very different angles. Christina read it the most recently yes. also like shadow and bone the most i read it a long time ago mm-hmm. and i remember liking it but not being as big of a fan as i was as the, of the six of crow books mm-hmm. and kim has never read shadow and bone only six of crows and crooked kingdom Correct. so she came into this with totally not knowing anything to about like, shadow and bone yes. anything about alina and mal correct and i will say i do i did hands down like six of crows more than shadow and bone I just didn't vehemently hate Shadow and Bone as a lot of people in the book world do or did. That being said, I think watching the show made me re-like the books more than I remembered even liking them. I can see that. The show exceeded my expectation. I think they fixed a lot of problems with the Mm, book. I agree. um, In a very smart way, in a great way, which we'll get into that later. Yeah. But I think that overall it exceeded my expectations for an adaptation of a book. Yeah. Yeah. Christine, I don't really have much to add. That's pretty much what I would say. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I was I was excited to watch it. I was very, because I went into it, I knew nothing about Shadow and Bone, and all I had heard was like, it was good, not great, and Six of Crows is so much better. That's kind of a, if I were to sum up, like, that's what I had mm-hmm. heard. Yeah. I was excited, but I was very, you know, Six of Crows is one of my favorite YA fantasy series of all time, and so yes. I was very nervous that I, I knew they were combining them, and I was like, will Six of Crows get good screen time like how are they going to work this in I was just nervous going into it not having seen like half of what the show was going to be about and it was so much better than I ever could have hoped for like they did such a fantastic job with everything Six of Crows like I can't speak to obviously Shadow and Bone but from what I've heard they did a fantastic job there but Nina and Matthias and just the, oh and Jesper, God. like, I just, you Jesper. guys, they did such a, I was so happy with Jesper it. Jesper like, was so perfect. They did, it I was, was just I, so pleased, so pleased. That's a great way of saying it. Like, I was just overall so pleased, and I think. They just did as, such a good job. There was just such a risk there. I was so worried that they weren't going to do it justice, especially Six of mm-hmm. Crows. Yeah. But I think, I, I also think that it was such a smart move to bring in Six of Crows. Agreed. Because if you really yeah. think about it, I think Shadow and Bone itself would have fallen flat as yeah. a show by itself I think it I wouldn't think so. have been enough exciting content and I think it that is kind of what happens in the book a little bit I think you kind of like run aground a little bit it's like okay this is cool yeah, and amazing but that. it's a little it, slow it's not yeah and, and it's the action is slow and then some of it kind of gets dragged out a bit yes. and I think what's the six of crows cast did was they enabled the plot to move further faster yes yes absolutely you know? and i think it brought a level of excitement to it and inter- that was like energy missing. like constant energy. energy because in the book she's in the little palace training for a long a long time. time and you're and like also, i get it and if you notice like when you see mal and alina and the darkling the three of them have i mean they don't, i don't want to say they have the same energy but 
it's similar energy levels. Mm-hmm. When you bring in like Jesper, who's mm. like the comedic relief. There's if you didn't have Jesper, there's no comedic relief. No, Alina, the Darkling, and Mal are not comedic relief. No, that is not. a great point. That's so a great point. I think Jesper and the like the the relationship and the dialogue between like the three members of the Dregs um, really kind of just brings um, it, it ups the energy and it allows for some comedic relief that is very much necessary. Agreed. And just they have a quicker pace about them, so mm-hmm. it allows things to kind yeah. of just move in a different well, they direction. Have, like a totally different energy to like they're conmen, they're thieves, they're you know like they're just the way that they come up go about things is so different to like Alina, and I mean even Mal and like obviously the Darkling brings this like totally like regal kind of dark yeah. powerful energy that's totally uh, separate to like yes. even Kaz is like is kind of you know cold but it's in a totally different way and I it's just bring it all together I just so never smart. saw that working I just didn't Me know either. how they were gonna yeah. do that and then they did well, and I was like and so there's a an interview with Eric Heis- mm-hmm. Heiserer um who's the showrunner so it was okay. Eric Heiser is the showrunner and then Lee Bardugo. So Eric, I read an interview with him on Collider, which was really interesting. And he was talking about okay. how initially when he went in to pitch the show to Netflix, he only had the rights to Shadow and Bone. He did not have the rights to Six of Crows yet. Oh, so, interesting. But he was the one that was like, we need Six of Crows too. Like he fought oh, for okay. it and needed it. <sighs> he wanted it to be incorporated. Eric. He was like the best version of Shadow and Bone adaptation is ju- is gonna have the six of crows incorporated like oh, i'll do it genius. so then netflix was the one that went and got the rights from bardugo from got lee it. um and then he combined them and made it a whole the whole world i together. mean oh well yeah. it's a good thing he did that i agree i think it really yeah. i don't know what I, you would have I mean, done i i think it would have been really slow i certainly don't think you yeah. could have gotten eight episodes out of even even nina and matthias like their whole plot line it's so removed from what's happening in like the Ravka Shadow and Bone universe yes but it didn't not fit agreed do you know what I mean I think it seemed it seemed like you'd get you'd kind of go over here and you'd be like oh what's this little storyline but it didn't bother because sometimes that can really bother me me yeah in a you know in an overall story arc I'm like what is this what does this have to do with anything but it sets it up for like what's going to happen especially in that last episode but I also just they provided so much heart yeah the two of them together that was I think that was the coolest in um, part of the adaptation the weaving of stories together for me because I understand the idea and it was so well done as well but bring the the crows in right okay we can bring them in and this is a prequel to their whole story yeah like, we have not ever we, this is a whole new world of crows content yeah then when it comes to Nina Matthias this isn't you know brand new content this is content we've seen before. yeah you're right flashbacks and now yes yeah and now the flashbacks yeah. are our correct timeline wise like we are yes. in the exact time instead that of flashing happened. instead of instead flashing of flash- yeah. so you now now we don't have to do that part when we if they do the six of crows storyline you're right we don't have to flash back because we already have the backstory and it, it was so seamlessly woven in that it it just it already like takes care of that and we can pick up with like her in Catterdam trying to, to free him and save free him yeah Matthias, and I, oh, I think it's perfect yes and I think it could have been in whatever mm-hmm. we sure. get to see of the crows coming up but I really loved that we got to see it in this in particular it felt like a gift to fans of six oh, of crows. Like it, it, felt was like total, a, it was total it was total it was also the most true 
of any part of the entire Shadow Agreed. and Bone Netflix series. Yeah. It was the most true to either of the series. Like, yes. the, the dialogue, they didn't deviate. No, they, they yeah. literally, the it dialogue, was almost like... Work, it was literally it was, almost verbatim from their backstory. And it was perfect. It was so good. It was so good. Them. It was so beautifully It done. was my I favorite really, part. I mean, that was my favorite part. I agree. Easily. I agree. Like, I just, I, I was texting, I, just, I was like, I can't believe we get to see this. Yes. I can't believe they well, did and this. And I think, Kim, I think we were texting at some point and I was like, wait, oh my God. The Nina and Matthias stuff when they mm-hmm. met and there was the shipwreck that is actually timeline appropriate for when shadow and yes. is happening what if we get to see that and i think your text is like stop if we see that i will die i was like i'll die yeah and then we got and to then see they, it and all. then she's like on the ship and i'm like oh my god they're doing it i was like this is happening and then like <laughs> no i just was like titanic was... vibes titanic vibes they're on the door oh, they're on the door did you get titanic vibes? <laughs> i was like i literally yelled at ben i was like see there's enough room for two people on the door there's enough <laughs> room for two people don't even get me started. I there can't stand that. Is, it pisses me off. Too. They obviously both fit. And he's room. huge. He's speaking of. Um, he's a bigger than man. Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo, Leo is very small. Leo is he very small. He's a fragile small. boy. He could have easily been on the <laughs> Kate, Kate, scoot over. Scoot your butt over. Okay? Kate, stop being so Get your heaving bosom out of the fucking way. Get your heaving bosom. <laughs> like, honestly. Let him on the damn <laughs> door. Matthias is huge. I, okay, oh. so before we deviate too far from adaptation stuff, I do want to say one part. One thing about uh, a quote that Bertley Bardugo had about how she <gasps> yes, said, uh, this is an interview from Insider that I read from her, and she was saying how, you know, she was really nervous about how involved she was going to be able to be. She yeah. was like, I didn't mm-hmm. want to be locked out. I didn't want to be shut out of this process. And mm-hmm. so she says, I sat down with Eric very early on and I said, look, there's a pattern where authors get locked out of their adaptations. It is particularly mm-hmm. common with women authors and is doubly common with women authors of YA. I said, please, please don't let this happen to me. He made Aww. me a promise on that day. He said, at the end of all this, we're going to be friends. And he was right. To his credit, he may be the only honest person in Hollywood, but he made that vow and he stuck with it. Aww. And she was so involved. They, there's a you whole thing where she goes on and says, yes, there's a whole thing where she goes on and says that she was in the writer's room every week or every other week and they pitched her their ideas of how they were going to lay out the episodes and she gave them feedback. Like, oh, it was so... I, I And you that. can tell. It shows how involved she was because, it, because you know what is her tell is how seamless it's woven in and how she did that yes. in the Six of Crows book, how she wove mm-hmm. in yes. everybody's backstories and they did they did exactly that. Like it was it was Absolutely. so good. You can totally tell. I agree. She did she, like, so well. Like at the end I was yeah. texting, I was like this, it set up so perfectly for another season yes mm-hmm. another way you could tell that she was so involved was the casting was so you guys perfect it was it was it's rare <sighs> that like i watch a, a book adaptation of something yeah. and i'm like yeah. oh yes this like, this all works. Too. every me single too. casting Everybody every single was person was every single person. perfection it was and even even so okay six of crows i think uh, that is I the mean, most challenging of, to cast yes and i think 10 out of 10 like I, I was very impressed with the Mal, Alina, and Darkling casting. I really was. I think that was perfect. I think all of Shadow and Bone. And I do want to talk about, I think it was very smart and on purpose and a genius move to make Alina half shoe instead of um, a white character. Wait a second. Because, again, I haven't read the books in yeah. a really long time. Is she not half shoe? No, she's like white, mousy girl. Like, <gasps> her being half... I yeah. did not yeah. remember that. That's one of the things I was talking about that I said they fixed in this the diversity I like and that. her being half shoe makes her feel like an outsider a lot and it's just very it's an interesting and smart choice of mm-hmm. character Alina Mal Darkling all of that was so well done but Six of Crows yeah. to me was ch- more challenging and 
I was and equally she just did, over the moon impressed. So there was yeah. like a video on Instagram. I'm sure everybody's seen it, but Lee posted a video of her meeting the actors who play Jesper, Kaz, oh, and Inej. God. And Jesper gives like this little wave and it's like the cutest thing ever. And it's such a Jesper move that the actor is yes. just like, hi. Like he's just like, gives hey, this cute little hey. like, hi. And she meets them and hugs them. And she literally says like, this is eerie. Like it's, oh. it's eerie. Like she's, I mean, just imagine like writing these characters and yes. then you just like see them in front of you. And yes. She just, I mean, and they're Kaz, so perfect. To me, they're so, they're so perfect. Kaz they're so is perfect. perfect. Inej is perfect. Jesper is beyond yes. i mean like beyond oh perfect. jesper was like uh, jesper exceeded my was wildest like, gene, I am, dreams like, crushing yes. so hard on jesper after the show agreed, like agreed, i agreed. am like okay like like yes. him and his like hat oh, his little and his, his little like winks and like his box. little smirks it was oh so perfect. when he winked i was like oh stop it like, oh hey stop it. and when like, he's, like he's getting, he like flips his collar and i was like oh, jesper literally mother so may the, I? The, scene, the scene where they go through the fold and no. he like he's hugging the goat, and then oh, he the like goat. stands up <gasps> and he does his like, psh, 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 like shooting that moment. Like, the, yeah, I yeah, literally, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh! And then, then turned to me and he goes, "Is this really what you girls like?" And I was like, "Stop oh, it! Oh my god! Do not! <laughs> like, yes, that did it for me. Okay, uh, that of moment. Of course he, like, it did. Shoots what did boys learn in school? Of course, course it did. But also, like, I'm like, you don't know. You don't know Jesper's whole story, and you don't know what actually the shooting means. Yeah. Like, yeah, like so why he's it. able to do what but he does. Whole, he was oh my so God. charismatic. Like, he was, like, and him and Inej had really sweet conversations, too, that were, like, he's just oh so my God. lovely. His, and Their like, connection was so beautiful. And he was, like, of course, like, love. Jesper was really awesome at getting, like, emotion out of both Kaz yeah. and Inej. Yes. Like, he was totally. the person who was able to have this private conversations with them and bring them out of their shells a little bit. Yes. Because it, and that really, really helped with yes. their whole, um, uh, group relationship agreed, agreed. Yes. just bringing them all to life you needed jesper there to be not just a comedic relief but to kind of be the person that the other two would go to to like open yes. up and talk to because kaz and inez are very in their own heads like kaz is very closed off a hundred percent and inez is like the wraith so she's very always you know she's silent like she's you, you don't hear her you don't see her and so her whole personality is like can be very closed off as well. Yes. And like just his little one liners when he was like, We're going into Dime Lions territory. And Kaz is like, Well, then make sure they don't see us. And he's like, Handsome decoy Jesper, like, and flips his collar <laughs> up. Like, oh my God, I love you so Aww. much. Like, that was just, one of my like, favorite lines. Just... Oh, and that was such a good scene too with like with his guns. Yeah. Like, it was like a, it was like an old Western. Yes. You know? Yes. Oh, and that was so fun. It was so fun. fun to see that brought to life, him playing with his mm-hmm. guns, because I had it in my head just like that, but seeing Same. him yep. actually do it was and so good. And he was the big duster, yes. like the duster jacket. Yes. yes. It was Seeing all of this, I mean, so seeing good. everything come to life, but them in particular was so, ah, chef's kiss. Amazing. Chef's kiss. Chef's I mean, kiss. truly. So that same interview that I read with Eric, um, or he mm-hmm. talks about casting and he says that they cast Inej first. I can see that. And then they like brought in, you know, tried to do chemistry reads and they built the three of them together. <gasps> and he said, okay. So he said, uh, we did that type of chemistry read for several combinations until we found the lightning in the bottle that was those three. <gasps> They just Agreed. gave off the vibe of the perfect kind of trio of criminals that had done plenty of heists together before and had a history to them. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I remember we were setting up for the cameras for the chemistry read for Freddie, Kit, and Amita at the <gasps> tail end to record for Netflix. And the three of them are just essentially finding their marks and figuring out how to pose. 
And Kit sort of casually just put his hand on Freddie's shoulder. And Freddie gave him this withering look, like, are you actually touching me? And it was such a Kaz Brecker beat that we all just lost it. And we were like, are we recording this? Did we miss that? Oh, my God. This is it. This is it. We found them. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Isn't that so good? <gasps> Freddie oh, is, cute. like, I mean, I've, I've told y'all this. It's like, so good. He, he is, like, it's so rare for me to picture somebody in my mind and then I see it in a phys- in, like in a casting and I think like that's uh-huh. exactly how I picture them like if there's always yes. something that's off but like he is yes cast to I me. totally like, agree. like it's wild I totally agree that's cast and I I think that that was it was such a smart move on their part to cast I don't want to say nobody's in a bad connotation to cast people that were not already famous from other Didn't roles have huge names yes. yeah yeah like I really feel like it was such a great decision on their part to agree do take that. notes SJM yeah. SJM <laughs> yeah. oh god if, if SJM and her showner can just, like, have a little meeting with Lee and Eric yes. and just go yep. through how they there did we it, we would be very happy and pleased. Very pleased. Um, what did you think about Mal, Christina? Like, what it, is, is oh, he, like, what you pictured it. from the books or different? So he's not how I picture from the books. He's so much better. They really? changed him on so purpose, I think. His entire character gets an upgrade. I have a whole slew of thoughts yes. about it. Well, I think, so I think because Mal in the books is annoying. Yes. He's annoying. And he doesn't allow Alina, at least from my memory, one of the issues I had with Mal, and Christina, correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I felt like he held Alina back a bit more in the books. He wasn't as, like, accepting or understanding of when she came into her powers. Yes! And, which is why, I think, which is why in the books you really kind of start to side with the Darkling a bit more. Yes. And you start to kind of, like, accept him and Alina as a love interest Mm -hmm. because he fully accepts Alina for who she is and like embraces her power is not afraid of her Mm -hmm. and Mal is kind of annoying and he like doesn't allow her to like be herself earlier when I was like there's some major things they fix my major major thing they fix is Mal yeah he is a hands-down upgrade from the book yeah I was team Mal in the book while with him being the asshole I was still team Mal but he in the show it is as he's if wonderful. she just he's listened wonderful. to everyone so the, she also has a quote somewhere where she says like look this was the first book i ever wrote and i made mm. some some choices and some decisions that i wish i can go back and fix mal in parts of the book is one of them and she got to fix it in the show i which good for good her, for her. Yay, bravo. i cannot tell you how excited i was to see mal in this way it's everything I wanted him to be in the book uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he is it. It is so much better. In the books, he is, he's like a jerky, jockey bro guy. Yes. And it is, that is who he is through and through. It's so annoying. And it's very frustrating because you see glimpses of how he could be like this now and that's what you kind of cling on to. Sure. And I was so excited to see from the beginning, you are not confused if he has feelings for her. He, in the books, yep. does not actually realize that he has romantic feelings for her until he sees that she's powerful, until he sees that she's the Sun Summoner. I really appreciated that in this show, he has feelings for her from the beginning. Yeah. Also, speaking of power, in the books, he resents her power because it's changing her and he doesn't like mm-hmm. it. He resents her power because it's taking her away from him, so he doesn't like Just it. Just like guys who are like, oh, you're powerful now? Like, I can't handle you. That's yeah. exactly what happens. And he pretty much, like, punishes her for it. And, like, mm-hmm. he does. like does it talk to her and, like... It's very bad. It's I bad. love in the show that there's the never that never happens. He says to her, she says, are you afraid of my power? And he says, no, why no. would I ever be afraid of your power? Oh, and it he has a great said. line. 
Yeah, he has a fantastic line. I think it's like in the second, like the, the second to last episode or the last episode. And she's talking about, she alludes to the fact uh, of her relationship with the Darkling and how it may have gone a little bit further than a friendship. Yes. And you, you can tell she's like grappling with whether or not to tell him like, I kissed the Darkling. And he's just like, stop, you don't owe me. We're not anything. We have never said we are more than what we are. And you don't owe me that. I love and that. And that's okay. And I was like, yes. Yes. Loved it. I lost it in that moment because I was so excited because in the books that exact same moment happens and he throws in her face and he is, sneers at her and he says, he owns you. That oh, is what I he says in the books. About that. So that comparison yeah. to him saying, he goes, you don't owe me an explanation. I just want to keep you safe. I just want to keep you safe. And it's so perfect. It is so good. Another oh. really great thing about Mal on the show that we get that we don't get in the books which I think is strategic in the books, and I well, let me go into it. But the books are first person. So we're in Alina's mm-hmm. head. We don't see that Mal's writing her back. We don't see that Mal actually cares about her until he shows up. So her, I do think in the books, because we're in her head and because it's a longer drawn out process, it's important that we don't understand if Mal likes her because she doesn't understand if Mal likes her. Yeah. Mm. So because that then justifies her feelings for the Darkling. Sure. Like I, he uh, gets me and he's here and Mal isn't answering me and Mal treats me as like a little sister. And oh, also there's a whole thing in the books where Zoya hits on Mal and Mal like throws it in, like he's like, yeah, and like goes and like flirts with her and he like goes to hook up with her. He like hooks up with girls in front oh, of like Alina all, all the time. Yeah. Like he's Ew. like a jerky jockey bro. He's and she's like follows. But he does around. in the show, Zoya hits on him and he says and he's no. like no. He says he's like no. no. That's what he's I'm like, saying. I gotta go. She took that's what I'm saying. She took all these things in the books that people were like, fuck Mal, and she flipped yeah. them and it's so smart. Yeah. Um and somehow I read this book and was still Team Mal. I don't know how. Um, but like, see, but, but like, it's almost like I texted Christina at one point and I was like, I, and I understand it's eight episodes. So some things have to be rushed, but like, I was never team darkling because it felt so oh, quick no. how it happened in the show. Like, yeah, I agree. Kim. Well, no, I, agree. I was never so team darkling either. Me. Well, I, I, I think I get how only... people could be, but I was just like, oh my God, this is, I, this is happening no, I so fast. Books, I was team. I was, I, I, okay. Again, I read these books like four years ago. I really don't remember them that well. I do. I just remembered enough that like yeah. I could watch the show without having to like really look up anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember I was like Team Darkling because I thought it was gonna be like a total change of character, like, like he, a resituation, like like a resituation yeah. exactly. It. But I mean, so, not to like spoil anything. But no. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't really get no, that. We no, we don't get a redemption. <laughs> but I do think you don't get a redemption. No. <laughs> I do. But I think though that that is how. That was on purpose in the books in that you, she plays it to where you are Team Darkling for a minute because Mal sucks and you don't know if he reciprocates the feelings. You are in her head so you are like, oh, actually girl, maybe you should give up on this. He thinks you're his little sister. Like Darkling wants to kiss you and likes you and like brought to you a palace. So like maybe let's try this option. Like that's Mm. where you are in the books mentally. Right. Whereas in the show, like I was never, I was like, he's writing Mm -hmm. to you. He's writing to you. He's trying to get to you. Kim, I kind of agree. I don't know if they, I don't know what you could have done differently. I don't either. Episodes, but I do think it was a little bit rushed. Like Like, I felt like. It was a little bit rushed. I mean, and again, I'm watching it like knowing everything Mm -hmm. that's happened. Like that is supposed to be happening, but I'm sitting, it was kind of nice to watch it with, my husband who hasn't watched who hasn't read any yes. of the series and he was like this like why is she all of a sudden into this guy like she's clearly into mal why is she giving up on mal and i and another thing is in the last second to last episode 
they mentioned that she's been at the Little Palace training for a couple months. That's how much I was like, is in the book. I thought it was, I like, was like, what? I thought it was like two I weeks. I thought it was like two weeks in the, sh- the show made it seem like two weeks. Right. Okay, they and so that was very confusing. Yeah, they I think they like a really montage or something that they could have made it mm-hmm. seem like she this was. This is where we need a montage. I'm that just saying a montage. perfect moment for a montage. Like a training like, montage. Like, oh. Let's do the seasons. Oh, look, it's fall and now it's winter. Oh. You could have done something like that. I had no idea that a couple through with snow maybe we're walking through in the summer yeah i mean they like, have to wear those hot keftas no matter what the season is so that's pretty but you could have done a hood or some a fur some snow yeah. to me i was like okay she was there for like a few weeks agreed i literally I think thought that's she was something they could have fixed i thought it was i was like whoa, whoa whoa she's kissing him like this is coming like to me it was like coming out of no like i did not that see was a lot. i didn't see the I, setup at all for it i agree but i get you have eight episodes so like what i don't know i don't have a suggestion for like fitting something like how that they would have done it I will say I, I I appreciated the portrayal of the Darkling. I think the acting choices he made. He he is hot. He is like he is hot. you don't see the crazy until you are far in. I didn't like, see you it. Like yeah, you don't see. I the didn't crazy. see it. There's little glimpses no. knowing it's there. Like knowing what who he becomes. You're like mm, yep, he's it's coming. But I did not like, see it. At, yeah. I did not see him being bad at all. I mean, you know me. I'm a, I'm a, really hashtag oblivious. I did really like his backstory though. And that's did new. we get backstory in the book? No, that's creative. No, I show. loved that. That's oh, the, really the flashback that. was amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it was made to humanize him, which yeah. I do think that worked. I also needed think that we called him General Kerrigan to humanize him instead of calling the him Darkling. Darkling all the time. Because in the books, he is never referenced Yeah, I was texting Kerrigan. Christina, totally and I'm like, totally so, so, like, everyone just calls him the Darkling? And I was like, hey, Always. so, like, hey, Darkling, you want a cup of tea? Like, that's literally how yep. you address him. She was like, <laughs> literally, I don't know, Kim, I guess so. And I'm like, I don't understand this. It's a weird yeah. name. Like, you're not going to no, just be like, hey, Darkling. It's only Darkling. Also, it really, this is one of my biggest problems with the show, I think, was him telling her his name is Alexander that early. That is like a very private like Christina, yeah, I remember texting with you about like, that. That shouldn't have been like thrown away on a horse. It was a throwaway comment. They were they were about to go like, riding call on a horse. Call me Alexander, babe. Well, what? because it's it's and also the reason it's such a big deal is because he is actually like centuries old or however old he is. And he's changed his name so many times. So many times. So like to give his name his is actually actual a big name. deal. It's a yeah. huge deal. I was I was very upset about that. You were that. like, no, I, like, I don't like this. I don't what? like this. Yeah. And at first, honestly, I was like, oh, that must not be his real name because I know he has a bunch of names. But it is his real name. I was like, what are you doing? Also, that being said, I do think that was another act of humanizing. Agreed. But it was like all just, it was so, it was so yes. quick. Made yeah. the shift to like super power hungry uh-huh. crazy man a little jarring, I have to it say. It was just, yeah, it just, I yeah. mean, and again, I get it. They have, they they got approved for probably the, the, the and Netflix probably like you get eight episodes and so you fit, you fit in what you can yeah. fit in. yeah. And I don't have a suggestion. It just felt like, and he just he just threw it away. He's like, "Oh, call me don't Alexander." Like and then they're we they're had to this, work for that in the book. Yeah, but then it's like, and then next thing I know, in. next thing I know, they're kissing. Next thing I know, they're about to have sex. And I'm like, "Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, hold on." Like, you've been here for two seconds. You barely know this man, what? which apparently has been two months. Oh, right, right. I'm like, I, don't I know. literally, I'm like, you've been here for two weeks. Mal is trying to find you. He's he's writing to you, and you're like over here. Well, like you also just... a very interesting difference that we could see that Mal was writing back to her. I know because we didn't know that in I the know. books. I, although I will say, I went back and looked my paperback Shadow of Bone book in the back as an extra bonus feature has a letter from Mal. <gasps> oh, really? That, where he wrote back to her right is here. it does he talk about and, being her true his, her true north or whatever no it's not as romantic it's show oh, okay. out i no. loved that oh, that the was so north. sweet so yo sweet. my favorite moment like, i'm a sucker for a no. letter oh she's a sucker for a letter <laughs> 
Okay. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> so New York. What? The youths are setting off firecrackers outside. <laughs> the youths! <laughs> now I should check the window. There's literally fireworks like going on outside. Drunk. <laughs> God damn it. The youths! <laughs> I wish I could show you. There's literally fireworks going on outside. I can't like, hear them. Why? I, I can. can. My microphone Your microphone can. definitely can. Lord. Those damn youths. Go do a puzzle! Go do Read a book! <laughs> <laughs> Read a book. Go listen to our podcast. It's 9.30 p.m. Do your parents know it's where you are? It's not even Fourth of July. Get in your houses. <laughs> okay. Let's, okay, let's anyways. Go. Okay. Okay. Oh, I also, I loved the scene with Jesper in the, um, like, I don't know what it is, like a laundromat with all the white towel, like all the white blankets <gasps> oh, hanging. And yes. he's like in the fight and with he's the fighting Grisha, that Grisha. Oh, yes. Yes. And he keeps firing the gun, and it keeps hitting him in the exact same spot yes. over and over yes. so that it wears down the bulletproof fabric. The yes. Kefta. Yes. It was perfect, Genius. and it was so well done. Can we also talk about Jasper's little, like, tryst in the bar? Oh, that, like, was so oh, into that. So sexy. So sexy. Yes. I, was, I was like, I was texting oh you, Kim. That was, we were ahead, ahead of Anna, and I was yeah, like. Yeah, you guys were ahead of Anna I was lot. texting Kim, like, are we about to get some sexy time with Jasper? Yes, we are. I was like, are. oh, yes, we are. Like, <laughs> I, that was just the perfect example of, like, him being so charismatic, yes. can charm anybody, and it was so needed. Like, everyone else is so, like, high strung and serious, and Jasper's so like, I'm gonna go hook up in the bar. Like, you know, he just, like, has this little, I mean, I know <laughs> it's for a reason, the obviously. Oh, wait, and No, then, when on. he comes out, he sees Alina's escaping the palace, and Alina yes. just sneaks in <laughs> to the trunk of He's the, like, of the uh, of the carriage and yes. like Inej and Kaz come running out and they're like do you have her and he's like don't worry about no, it no, he I goes, got it all under control oh, yeah. no my favorite they were like we lost her and he was like did we did like, <laughs> and he's like what's wrong question. with you ask the question and they're like do we yeah. have our target in sight and he's like don't we and you're something like that and I was just like oh my god I love you like you're just Oh my god! Yeah, but I love so you. Um, um, I want to talk about like the the places that they brought yeah. to life in this show because oh. I think the one we were all most excited for was Ketterdam. And Ketterdam I think, was oh, it was perfection. so perfect. It was perfection. Yo, it, was perfe- it was rainy. Yes. It was dark. It yes. was cobblestone alleyways. It was like everything. It was everything I wanted. wanted to be. It was oh, like, it just so it good. had the entire feel of like what we wanted. Like when we talked about it in like our last episode, yes. it was like it's the colors, but it's also mm-hmm. not like you know bright. It's, like it's gritty got a lot of and dirty. Gritty, and yeah, it's and gritty. Heat. It's per- that's a perfect word. What, Kim. It's what did gritty. we call? Oh, we said it was also kind of Moulin Rouge, like yes. very yes, 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 yes very yes. Moulin Rouge. Yes, I think something they could have done a better job at personally was kind of explaining Ravka's um, like place in the world a little bit no I completely agree I had to pause it and explain to Ben and my parents like okay this is Ravka there's a fold in the middle that splits it I had to go into the whole thing of like why there it's basically like eastern west Berlin is how the only way I could get it across perfectly and I think and And then then, but then something that they don't really mention too is that all of that's happening and then on their north and south borders they're also constantly at war with sh- they don't with talk about it. It's just thrown away. Sure, yeah, they like, don't. Yeah, they yeah. just they don't, don't talk about it. And I think that. that that also would have been really important to bring in because we do get so many microaggressions and racist things happening to Alina for being. Yes, but also between Firda and and Grisha, like the whole Nina yes. and Matthias thing. Like all of that, it's not, explained. It re- it's not really explained. No, who the Druskelli are, why they hate Grisha, or 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 that they hate Grisha. You just like okay, they're just uh, they hate 
all of Ravkin's. Oh, like, and, and he... the whole, like, Nina and Matthias's whole thing between them is so centered on, like, this understanding of Driskelly and Grisha and, and the, yeah. the yeah. tension that they have. Yes. And I knew it. And the thing is, is I do think some of it was done well. Like, I really appreciate the fact that they decided to make Alina half-shoe. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. like Christina said, I totally forgot that about from the book, but I'm really glad that they made that conscious decision. Yeah. I do think, though, that they did themselves a bit of a disservice in that, and I understand it's eight episodes, but if you're going to have it in there, you got to do it right. And I think that they could have probably just spent literally five minutes. Yeah, literally <laughs> a little five minutes. Mi- one, a minute here, a minute here with dialogue of like kind of kind of explaining the history. The history. Yeah. Okay. So, but but you did love how the fold was done. I just specifically remember you saying I that you love loved how it. The fold was done. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I didn't loved, know what loved. the fold was like, but it seemed very ominous and exactly okay, how I pictured it. That it's first creepy as far as scary. Yeah. Like I forgot so much about it, and I love. I love like it. it it's like almost like you're underwater yes. at the yes. bottom of a yeah. sea. Yeah. That's wrecks. exactly what I thought. It's so well done. It's just yeah. high picture. Um, okay. So, were there any issues we had? I know we've talked about things we loved. Were there any issues we had with that we want um, to touch on? So, okay. So, here is my one of the issues. I thought everyone was well cast, obviously. I, I, I think they made really smart casting decisions. My issue was with some of the acting. Okay. I didn't have an issue with who they cast. It was uh-huh. the acting that was happening. And primarily with Inej. Okay. I loved her in her moments with Jesper. I thought when she was speaking with Kaz, there that wasn't my issue. It was it was more like when she wasn't the focus of the shot and she was off to the side. It was a lot of indicating. It was a mm-hmm. which like she just would stand there and she would have these like emotive responses to Kaz in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, you are just you are it's stage acting is what I call it. It's not like mm-hmm. film acting. And it was yeah, it would yeah. really take me out of it because I'm mm-hmm. like, you're showing me your with your facial expressions, like, oh, I really love Kaz and like I want to like see what he's I want everyone to know that I like really have this secret undying love for him, mm-hmm. rather than it being subtle. And like because it's it's not this she's yeah. not a fangirl. No. She stands up for what she wants. And I felt like the actor made some choices that were not in line with how I, the way that Inej is portrayed. I actually totally agree with that. I think what I wanted from her was a lot more wraithy subtleness in all of her personality at all times. Yes. And sort of the flip side of that with Kaz. And again, I understand the actor's choices based on the book. He was very, very true to the book. He was. But when you're doing a show and you don't have all the inner monologue and all the backstory, that is where the actor has to make choices where they show subtle like hints towards what's going on underneath. I just I think it's I think it was probably really hard. This was they probably had a lot on their shoulders to bring this kind of I mean, this was very, very hyped. Yeah. Like, very hyped up. Right. And he totally, yeah. But, I actually agree. Kaz and Inej, like, did not... I did not feel anything from them. I did not, like, yes, feel those I, moments. Yeah. And and maybe it's because we're not at their story yet. And I'm going to, I'm gonna like, that's a lot go that's with true. that. There, that's true. there were really good moments with Inej I, 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 and with Kaz, but I didn't get them together. Same. And I'm hoping that they're lying, laying that groundwork and then we'll be able to get more. Agreed. Agreed. I think so too. I think that this is, this was not their time. We're not at that place for them. You're right. I, You're right. we have to, theoretically, two years later, right? We have to, at the point where we get to Six of Crows, them still not be there. Right? That's true. Like, they, we still yeah. have a lot more journey for them. Because we gotta do those books. Mm-hmm. Did like though the end where he said, "I need you." He did. He was like, "He did." That was I'm good. I promise to you. He goes, "We need you. I need you." 
and she looked at him and it was like that I did appreciate that moment. I, I, I think liked if that I wasn't just dying for something and like oh, waiting did for you it. hold your breath were you worried that she was gonna say the line I yes she was were you yes, worried yes I was like please don't say I was it. like don't say this so line worried. I was like do not don't do it don't do it like don't I take this don't take like, this I, I love when they say no mourners no funerals <gasps> oh. I loved that that was great I like got I like got chills also really the ending incorporating the crows into the ending was fucking genius I so good. loved it. They did a great job. Yeah. Like, And I love at the end when like they're just, the crows are sitting there talking about how they need a heart render and Nina like looks over and I'm yeah! like, that's the connection. <laughs> like, I'm just, just so I mean, I know. Also, so great. just one more thing about the end, seeing Matthias <gasps> and her and she goes to the oh, cell. Oh, she goes to the cell. And he goes. That was a really oh. well done scene because you don't actually get that you don't get that in the in the books either no. there's you don't no, get any of that no. little scene no. of them yeah. you don't, they don't see each other again he goes oh he goes this is all just a cruel joke to you the whole time like <gasps> I know and, and like, she was see like see how far no, she's like no, no it wasn't oh. and he does the and choking then, thing he does the choking thing then he does the choking thing oh and then she goes you trust me and he goes you broke my trust you broke like, my trust oh. And she like tries, she tries to like hold his hand, and he's yeah. like, and then not she's like, they were going to kill you, they were going to kill you, and yeah. he's, oh, he doesn't so believe sad. her. Oh. They were having unlike the scene when they were in the hotel room, the waffles, the waffles. The waffles. But also like when she laid her head on his shoulder, and and oh. like they had that moment in the yes. hotel room before they went well, down no, to eat. The sweetness Very that is there. Sweet. Like, he says, she goes, thank you for saving me, and he says, you did the same, same for me. For me. Like. They oh. just like blew it out of the water. Like the, the their interaction. They, they did such a good job. So such a good job. I love them. Incredible. I love the casting. I love oh I love that Nina was like a normal sized girl. Like I Me love too. that because like I just love like there was a moment where um Nina was under the blanket and her arm is like pushed up like this and I'm like this yes. looks like a normal arm like this looks like my arm like a normal it looks like, yes. looks like arm. a normal like, it looks like arm. my arm like when it's pre you know and there's skin and it's normal yes. like I just love that she was like a normal she's she's beautiful she's beautiful and she was so charming and like Matthias is so into yes. her but she's like a yes. normal sized girl like I love it was just that so, I, really I just love that. that like I just when that happened, I was like, oh, that's what my arm looks like. That could be my arm. Like, yeah. it was like that moment of like, okay, thank you. Like, yes. Yeah. Because in the books, they, they say that she's like that too. Like, very yes. curvaceous. I appreciated and like, that. I just, I just, everything about her was like, and Matthias was like spot on. I think we've talked about everything. Yeah, I think we're, I think we did it. Yeah. Guys, I loved it so much. I can't, like, I just, I I think of a book adaptation, this was done extremely well. Oh, totally. And I was nervous. I was very nervous. Me too. I did a very good job. And they did, they did a fantastic job. Like, I'm so, and I mean, can we talk about, they're set up for season two. Guys. Oh, yes. It's, it has to happen. happen. Like, please. No, so they hasn't been renewed yet. But I bet it will be. I mean, Given the response, there's no way it's not going to be. I uh, there, feel like, like I don't. I would be shocked if it didn't get a second season. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Um, okay. So our next few yes. episodes we yes. have planned. Yes. We are going to be doing um, a Bridge Kingdom episode. <gasps> Yay! At, which we're very excited about. We. Oh my gosh! Yes. Love. Bridge love, Kingdom. Love. Um, we're big Bridge Kingdom people. We are. Um, and we also want to do an episode on our summer reads. Like yes. just kind of yes. books that we just gravitate towards on vacation. Yes. Um, fun summer beach reads that are easy to pick up, throw in your bag. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. As always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Flights of Fantasy Podcast. And yes. be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, happy reading. Thanks for listening. Cheers and Happy Cheers reading! Happy Cheers. reading!